even if it was a thousand businesses a year that we could handle and get results for, it would still have taken us 59 years to get through all of the registered businesses in the city. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. One of the things that coaches are taught all the time by the gurus about how to build your coaching business and set yourself up for your multi-million dollar success is that you've got to have authority. You've got to position yourself in a position of authority. And while you do need to position yourself in a position of credibility, and while it is very good to become a category authority, you also need to be real about it. Hi, I'm Joss. This is Profit for Coaches. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about being real and how that can actually help you build your business and attract the right people as clients. Enjoy the episode. Hey, real quick, before we dive fully into this episode, I just want to take a quick second to tell you how you can get the most possible benefit out of Profit for Coaches. Our goal at the podcast is for these episodes to provide techniques, tools, skills, strategies, and inspirations from me and from guests that can help any coaching practice be more profitable. But the reality is you want your practice to be more profitable and you'd like it to happen as fast as possible. I've been doing this coaching thing for close to 25 years now, and it was a long, hard road to learn exactly by trial and error what it was I needed to do to have a consistent multi-six-figure coaching business that didn't drive me crazy. And I don't want you to have to work that hard. So head on over to ProfitForCoaches.com and sign up for the Profit for Coaches newsletter. Every week, I'll give you specific action steps and tools that you can use to make your coaching business more profitable faster. We expand on the concepts we cover here in the podcast episodes. You get sneak previews of episodes to come before they air. And you get more access to and in-depth information about the great guests that we have on the podcast. In other words, it's like this podcast episode, only better, more condensed, and more actionable. So if you want your coaching business to be more profitable, more quickly, head over to ProfitForCoaches.com now and sign up for the newsletter today. One of the things that I think I bring to the table to make me a better coach for other coaches is the fact that my business has not always been about coaching other coaches. And in fact, it still isn't all about coaching other coaches. The majority of my coaching business is actually not profit for coaches. I'll tell you the story. So I've been doing coaching, counseling, training, these types of things, typically for business owners and businesses for over 20 years. I've been in financial services where I was a business owner succession planner, and I worked with a lot of business owners who were looking at getting out of their business, whether that meant leaving it to their kids or selling it to the employees or selling it to somebody from outside or even just winding it down. They had been in this business for however long, and now they were looking at getting out of it, and they came to me to help them with the financial side of it. And that led to a whole lot of working with what is a good business, what is necessary to be there so that the business can continue, et cetera, et cetera. Now, that by itself wasn't enough to make me a good business coach. That was enough to make me a financial advisor who made a really stupid decision and decided to give free business coaching to clients so that 
they would be able to sell their business or exit their business. And I would be able to get a bigger commission on the back end as a financial advisor who helped with those things. And I would quarterback, I'd work with the accountants and the lawyers and all of the people involved. And that's so why I knew what was involved there. But the challenge was I wound up with enough clients who, by the time we were done working together, didn't want to sell their business anymore. And then I wasn't making any money, but they had a great business. And that led me to think maybe I should get into this business coaching thing. But I learned very quickly that what I knew didn't mean I would be a great business coach. So I partnered with another business coach and we worked together for a couple of years. And I learned from him, both from the good things that he was doing and from the challenges that he was having and the challenges that we had together. I learned from him the other side, what makes a good business coach and how to run a coaching business and all those different things. And that business wasn't perfect. We did some great things. We had some great results with some great clients. We had some crash and burn moments and all of that stuff happened. I've gone on, I've built my coaching experience specifically as a coach for over, over a decade, almost a decade and a half. That's kind of where I was. So I was a business coach. My primary focus is as a business coach and it wasn't for coaches. But while I was doing this, one of the things that I learned from my first partner and mentor in the business coaching space was the law of coopetition and the perspective of coopetition. And what's coopetition? Coopetition is the realization that there are more people and businesses and prospective clients out there that need good coaching than there are good coaches available to provide it for them. And that was a fundamental thing. And watching this guy who was a really good coach, and I have very positive memories of, and of working with him. It's been years and we haven't talked in quite some time, but he got great results for clients. He's very good at what he did. Of all of the lessons that I learned from him and from working with him, this is the one that stuck the most. He never sweated another coach talking to a prospective client or talking to a prospect or talking to one of his clients. He never worried about it. And in fact, he was one of the first people that would say, hey, let me introduce you to somebody, a different coach that might be a good fit for you. And he said and demonstrated the idea that, you know what, we need more good coaches. And so if there was ever another coach, business coach or business consultant, if there's ever somebody else who helped other businesses or who helped businesses that was struggling in their own business, he would happily sit down and have coffee with them, talk to them for an hour or longer, giving them his perspective, whatever advice they might want, asking questions, coaching or not, depending on what they wanted, but supporting them because he firmly believed that the coaches in the coaching industry should support each other. Because as an example, as a business coach in the city that we lived in at the time, there was somewhere in the neighborhood of 59,000 registered businesses. And that was the registered business, the incorporated business. Didn't even touch all the solopreneurs or the businesses that were operating, that were headquartered somewhere else and might've been operating that. But there were 59,000 as a conservative estimate. The two of us together in the model that we worked, even if we were doing group coaching programs, at most giving ourselves a ton of credit for the size of business that we worked with, the type of results we were looking for, for our clients, the model that we used, at most we could have handled maybe a thousand of them in a year. And I don't think that we probably would have gotten the results that we wanted to get with them. To be really honest, it's probably like if we were really working it, we could do a hundred. But let's say it was a thousand. Even if it was a thousand businesses a year, that we could handle and get results for. And assuming that none of them stayed with us past that year, it would still have taken us 59 years to get through all of the registered businesses in the city. 59 years. That's a heck of a career. And that doesn't even account for all the new businesses that would come up during that. So there, there's plenty of business out there, especially on the business coaching side. And so I learned that from him. And so I got to the point where I would reach out to other coaches 
And I knew a bunch of other coaches and some of them were business coaches. Some of them were career coaches. Some of them were relationship coaches. Some of them were leadership or executive. It didn't matter. They were coach or a consultant of some type. And I knew them. I would do the same thing. I'd try to help them out. We got to the point where we were, I was co-hosting masterminds with groups of coaches. We would all come together into somebody's office and we'd meet once a week or once a month or whatever it was. The format changed over time, but I was always there trying to provide help for other coaches. But that was never my core business, never my core business model, right? But we eventually got to the point where other coaches were coming to me and saying, hey, can I pay you? Can I be your client? And it turned out that was actually a pretty solid niche for me. I called it service-based businesses or professional services businesses, renting your brain to people for a living. So other coaches, other consultants, nutritionists, that kind of thing, and it sort of branched out a little bit, but a good chunk of the business was other coaches. But I would never admit that. I would never go out and say, hey, I coach coaches. I would never look for coaches as clients. That wasn't my deal. I would, I would just have coffee with a coach and, and help them out if I could. And then they say, hey, I think I get better results from you if I would pay you. I was like, okay, fine. So we bring them on as clients. And that's what led to the Profit for Coaches brand, this whole thing. I had years of experience helping other coaches. And one of my coaches, one of my mentors said, hey, you know, at some point you need to plant your flag in the world of coaching and that announce people that you coach coaches and you have processes that work specifically for coaches who want a certain type of result, et cetera. I resisted that for a long time because I I don't like the way most of the online coaching industry handles themselves how they market themselves. Most of them, I believe, aren't actually selling coaching. They're selling marketing programs or they're selling programs to teach you how to create info products and sell those, which is fine. It's a great business model, but it's not necessarily coaching. You confuse a lot of good coaches. They sign up, they pay money, and then they realize that they're not going to be coaching people anymore. But that's beside the point. The point is, eventually, it became obvious that I needed to launch Profit for Coaches. And so I did. I did that in 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic or the beginning of it. This podcast went live in October of that year. But the point is, the majority of my business still comes from business coaching people that aren't coaches. I work primarily with business owners who are looking to increase their profits. I work particularly well with business owners who are considering selling their business, which is why I've talked about that on this podcast before in previous episodes. We've talked about the fact that it's a huge market. There's a ton of people out there. There's a ton of folks who are positioning themselves as mergers and acquisitions advisors, exit advisors, exit strategists, exit planners, all that kind of stuff. And some of them are doing what I do. Most of them are not. Most of them do other things. So I work pretty cooperatively with most of those folks, including business brokers. Business brokers are some of the best people for me to work with because their focus is selling a business, not making a business saleable. I have that experience on that side. I know what makes a good business. I know When people tell me this is the type of business that I want to own, this is the outcome that I want, I can help them create that. And because of that, because I have that experience on that side, because I'm the majority of my clients come from that side, because of all that, I can turn around and say to other coaches, what type of coaching business do you want? Well, I want this business where I'm the key person. It's me. I'm working 20 to 30 hours a week. I'm making $500,000 a year. I'm keeping 400,000 of it in my pocket after taxes and expenses and et cetera. And I can take vacations wherever I want to take it. You know, a lot of them say that. That's pretty much the dream business for most of the coaches out there. And it's not the type of business that you can sell. It's not the type of business that's going to live on forever after them. And that's fine for most coaches because most coaches, they just, they love what they do and they want to be paid well to do it. And they want to have the freedom to support their life and support their clients. So I know what goes into that. I know exactly how to build that business because I've seen so many of them. I've seen the successful ones. I've seen the unsuccessful ones. I've helped many of the unsuccessful ones become successful, right? 
I have that aspect of myself and my business and my experience that I bring to other coaches and I'm happy to help other coaches build under the Profit for Coaches brand. That's why the podcast is here. That's why I have that brand. That's why I offer the offers that I do under Profit for Coaches. That's why we're here today listening to an episode of Profit for Coaches. But the whole point of all of this is for the last 10 minutes is not to pump my own tires. It's not to you know, toot my own or whatever. It's not to make me look good. It's to point out the fact that one of the things that makes me good over here on the Profit for Coaches side is the fact that I didn't build a business specifically around helping other coaches to build their business to help other coaches to build their business to help other coaches, right? I have experience outside of coaching coaches. That experience allows me to bring perspective to coaches that they don't necessarily have, especially coaches who are on the life coaching side, who are on the executive coaching side, people who are on the people coaching side as opposed to the business coaching side, that kind of thing. I bring a perspective that comes from the dark and dirty business side. A lot of coaches, like a lot of other business owners, 90% of business owners, being a business owner isn't really what they got into this for. Being a business owner isn't really the skill set that they built, right? They built the coaching skill set, or they built a specific coaching skill set, or they built a skill set around a specific tool or group of tools or book or training or whatever it is that they have because they love doing that work. They're great technicians. They're great artists at creating what they create. A successful, profitable business isn't necessarily their art form. It's not necessarily their genius. But because I have that side, and because I am a coach myself, I can bring to them, understand your pains, understand your goals, understand where your blind spots are, and present you with the perspective the guidance, the tools, the suggestions, whatever level it is that you're looking for or that my clients are looking for, I can bring that to them from the business side without having to turn them into business people or whatever it is that they don't like about the idea of owning a business. We can build the business side so that it supports them in being a coach. And I can do that because of my experience as a business coach, because of my experience in financial services, helping people figure out how cash flow works, figure out how investment works. Because of my 10 plus years, actually almost 15 years of experience, specifically business coaching. So the question is, what do you bring outside of being a coach? What experience do you have? What perspective do you bring that is different from everybody else that does what you do? My perspective that I bring to coaching coaches is different from 90% of the gurus out there who the only successful business they've ever built is their business coaching coaches or their business teaching coaches how to sell IP. So what experience do you have? What perspective do you bring that's different from every other life coach out there? That's different from every other ketogenic diet coach out there or every other personal trainer out there, right? Stand on that, live on that, be real about that. Let people know about that. That is an important skill set. It's one of the things that makes you different. And right now with everything going on, people are looking for two things. They're looking for competence. They want to feel confident that you are competent to bring them to their goal. And number two, they want to feel confident that you get them. They want to be able to relate to you. They want to know that they're not a commodity and that you're not just like everybody else. So be real about who you are. Be real about the skill sets and the experience that you bring. And if you've been struggling to consistently bring in your ideal clients, the type of clients that you want to be working with on a regular basis, the kinds that let you do your very best work with them, 
if you've been struggling to consistently bring those people into your business, regardless of whether you're bringing in other people or not, if you've been struggling to bring in your specific ideal client on a regular, consistent basis, it is entirely possible that it's because you haven't been open and real about your actual perspective, about who you are. One of the big mistakes that we make is we try to turn ourselves into the experienced coach. We try to sell ourselves as what we think the target market is looking for. Now, we do need to talk about results. We do need to talk about the pain that our target market wants to heal or solve or get away from or the aspirational goal that they want to achieve. Absolutely. We need to include those things. But also what's going to make us different, what's going to make us stand out, what's going to attract the people that we're meant to serve and repel the people that we're meant to not serve is our personal brand, is being who we are, is bringing our unique perspective, the metaphors that only we can tell, the stories that only we can tell in the ways that only we can tell them because our perspective is different from everybody else's. Now, doesn't mean you have to go out and try and be the most unique special snowflake out there. There are at least 100 people selling to your target market what seems like the exact same thing that you're selling them. So trying to get too unique, trying to get too clever is just going to confuse people and they're not going to know. And they're just going to go with one of the other 100 people because those people are being clear about who they help. But you can be clear about who you help by being clear about who you are and being real about what you bring to the table. Your experience level, your experience outside of coaching, your goals for your coaching business, sharing all of those things and help attract the right person, the people that you're meant to serve. There are a large number of folks right now making a lot of money by saying things like building a million dollar coaching business, one client at a time and documenting the process or documenting the journey, right? There's a lot of, actually not a lot. There are some folks out there doing it and they're making a lot of money doing it. So it's okay to say, Hey, look, I'm building this thing. I'm building my coaching business. I come from this background. This is why I look at this way, but also here's why I'm competent. Here's the experience I do have. Here's how I can help you. So that's it. Take a look at yourself, especially if you feel like you've been struggling with your marketing, or if you feel like you haven't been working with ideal clients and that maybe it's time to, to change who you're talking to or how you're talking to them. Take a look at yourself and go, what part of me, what part of my experience have I been hiding? Or what part of me have I been trying to blend in to fit with the industry instead of standing out as who I am? that my ideal clients would identify with. And then take some steps, tell people about it, figure out how you want to start including that in your persona, start including that in your messaging and just have real conversations with people around that. See what happens. See how many people go, oh, wow, I never realized that's what you did or that's where you came from. That totally makes me think X, Y, Z, or that totally reminds me of my friend, Amy or Brian. They could totally relate to that and could totally work with you. So that's it. That's what I got for this episode. Take a look at what you bring that isn't the same as everybody else. Take a look at what makes you real, what makes your perspective a little different that can speak to the people that you're meant to serve. And then instead of minimizing it, magnify it, be real and attract your real ideal clients. And we'll catch you back here next episode. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Willard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mentioned on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. 
So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitForCoaches.com now.